Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, and today I am covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, I have decided tomorrow I will start uh, reviewing some of the stories from uh, one of Stephen King's anthologies, uh, Everything's Eventual. Uh, I'll break it up into two different shows. So tomorrow I'll review four stories, and then uh, next time I do that, I will review the other four stories I have in mind. Um, so that's the plans for for tomorrow, and then for another review show uh, in the future. So uh, other than that, uh, tomorrow, of course, will be the last show for a couple of days, and then I'll start back up again on um, Sunday morning, or a Saturday night, depending on where you're at, and go for another week. So, um, thank you all for being here to listen. Whether you're here live, I see you all there. Thank you. Or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, I always appreciate that either way. Um, so I have a couple stories here left over from the new show, the last new show, a couple days ago. So I'll start with those, and then we'll get to the other ones that I found today. So. Um, this first story here, this is from, uh, Shropshire, uh, star.com, and the title of this article says, The Faded Wonder of a Long-Gone Country Manor and a Village Haunted by a Grey Lady. So, um, this is over in the UK. Uh, it says that there's uh, a legend about a tiny village that was once the uh, once had basically a mansion in it or a large home um, that eventually was taken down. But there's still an apparition there of this woman. So it mentions a couple different things in this article. I'm guessing they mention that she's a lady, uh, a gray lady, but also that she wears pink. So I wonder if the gray is just some kind of, if that's the, if it's just faded, if the apparition is faded. But then, um, we'll get more into that in this article here. Uh, so, now this village uh, has the name of Badger, actually, which sits between, it says, Bridge North and Alberton, Alberton, um, and uh apparently the uh the the word is actually an old English word, uh badger. It's not originally referring to the animal apparently. I didn't know that. So, um mentions that this village has stayed small throughout history. The population never rose above about hundred and seventy eight in official records. Um and of course the there was a hall there. It was a, a grand Georgian manor. Um, 
that were uh, basically the place was designed for uh, the owner of the old let's see here old park ironworks a an Isaac Hawkins Brown uh, it says that Brown bought the rights to the land in 1774 and you got to work on the hall uh, expanding it and surrounding it with uh, basically landscaping so um, and uh, this story goes back to back through um, basically it's become folklore now in that the there are still legends of this apparition of this woman seen uh, uh, in the area even after the hall was uh, demolished and it's um this is according to a folklore uh, a teacher and expert it says in Shropshire folklore um, that uh, her name is Amy I'm not sure how you say this B O U C H E R uh, that investigates ghost stories that appear in verbal and written accounts of the the county's history. I would love to be able to do that. That sounds like a really I, I could I could do that if I if um I had the resources and and I could actually just read things visually all the time. I'd I would do that. That'd be no problem. But uh, that just strikes strikes me as a really um enjoyable thing to do overall um but apparently amy learned more about the supposed haunting of this area in the writings of charlotte sophia byrne uh and i so apparently byrne lived in the 19th century and was also um a recorder of local folk tales and ghost stories and uh, put out a book, uh, or at least her research was included in a book in 18, 1883 about the area. So, um, and this is where this story uh, came from about this, this lady, this gray lady, who apparently is, when seen, does not look like an apparition. It looks like a regular person says that uh, she wears a long dress, loose at the bottom and tight at the top, showing off her figure. Uh, it says it's... So that person is awful... Uh, awesome. Often described, if I can talk, as being a pale pink. So the dress is pink, but it's known as the Grey Lady. Um, and so... And she's seen again... Uh, throughout the area but people don't even know half the time until I guess she vanishes that uh that it's an apparition um and so there's apparently when the uh the manor was destroyed there was a casket found in in this uh the remains of this the hall um and the idea and of course it's just a, a suggestion that um there was a, an engagement ring inside this casket that might have belonged to the Grey Lady, but um, it's no, there's nothing to verify that, of course. Um, just a neat article about just digging into a local area's, or an area's history 
and folklore and ghost stories that go back hundreds of years. So, um, wanted to share that. So, um, it seems like just everywhere there are uh, apparitions seen in different colors, whether it's gray or white or black or sometimes blue. Um, they're all over the place. So, let's see here. Uh, going on to the next article here. Uh, this one is from uh, narcity.com, N-A-R-C-I-T-Y.com. Title is, This Haunted Hotel in Canada is like something from The Shining, which is a Stephen King story. And it says, um, Narcity After Dark. So, um, and of course it has a, the tagline at the top, just below that, says that some guests who checked in here may never have checked out, of course. Um, and they're talking about the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel in Alberta. Um, and apparently there's an image in this article. I think I've seen this image before. Maybe not, though. Um, but uh, I don't know if this is something they staged or if this is an actual picture of the apparition there. It doesn't really say, of course. Um, but this hotel is fairly well known as Canada's uh, Castle in the Rockies. Um, they're almost comparing it to the way the 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 Stanley Hotel in the, in the U.S. in a way, in, in that it's it's in the middle of nowhere in the Rocky Mountains, um, which also leads to the comparison to the Overlook Hotel in The Shining, um, the Stephen King novel. So it says the hotel opened in 1888 and um, says that since then there have been many guests, uh, or stories of guests who never left and or who came back and staff that came back. Um, I think I may have heard this about this place on a TV show once. The, the stories sound familiar. Um, so it's because this, both of these stories that it starts with here sound familiar. I don't know if it's because it's a common legend that springs up in multiple locations or if I'm just thinking of the same location. It says that um, one of the most famous stories, hopefully it's just a story, is of a woman who had her wedding at the hotel in the 1930s. But it said that as she was descending one of the hotel's marble staircases, uh, she tripped and fell to her death. Um, again, I feel like I've heard that other times before in other stories. So, hopefully that's just a sort of a story that, uh, pops up in these places. Um, but people have also, the thing about that, that is, though, I wonder if that's something that is, if the story is told enough times, then people start to see this apparition, even if there's no actual history of it, of this happening, because there's people that have reported seeing a ghost bride in the hotel, dancing in the hotel's ballroom, or walking down the staircase. Of course, if you see an apparition, you might be able to just sort of make up the story around it as well. Um, so, let's see here. Uh, the, apparently this, um, this story, though, was so well known that Canada 
their postal service even featured the ghost bride on a stamp. Um, so, and there was even a coin as well made with that image on it. That's a, that's quite the reputation there. So another um, apparition that is seen there, uh, again, one of these apparitions that appears to, doesn't appear to be a ghost, that appears solid, is that of a well-known uh, bellman who apparently never left the hotel. People have reported um, encountering this doorman wearing a different uniform than the other hotel employees do, who still carries their belongings uh, to their room, um, even though they'll check with the hotel staff, staff after to thank them for this having this guy do this, and they'll have to report, we don't have anyone matching that description of this older man. Um, apparently he passed in, his name is Sam, he passed in 1975, but it seems he's still uh, witnessed in the area. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's an amazing story. I've heard of that one as well. So, um, there's other stuff in this article. I will let you all check out the rest of it. Uh, of course, references to The Shining and all that. So, um, just those first two apparitions alone, though, are, again, I feel like I've heard them before. I sort of want to look into that now and see if I'm thinking of other locations or... Uh, if I've just heard of this place before. So that's, that's the one sort of downside to looking into so many of these places is sometimes uh, it's hard to tell if this is a similar story from many locations or I've just seen multiple things now about the same places. Um, either way is possible. So... Let's see here. So that those are the two articles that were left over from the last news show. And uh, we'll see what we can get through. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so PDG in the chat here says, nope, not made up. Sam, gets, uh, Sam also gets mad if you try to tip him. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, that's amazing. I... I that's uh I can I can believe that though. That's 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 really neat. Um yeah, no, I don't always I don't automatically doubt the stories. I just didn't know if I'd heard it before or not, uh, regarding that location. But um yeah, that's that's really amazing though. That's just the, that's part of that thing where we really don't know what what we're dealing with when it comes to just the word ghost. If it is a spirit that somehow is able to take it uh, the same form as they had when they were alive, or if it's some kind of a time anomaly, which um, the tip, the tipping, uh, that detail, that's amazing in a way, because if you think about it, if it is a spirit, that would make sense in a way. If they're aware of what they are, then they wouldn't need any kind of a tip. Um, and and so, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a, a neat detail there. 
Um, so let's see here. Going on to this next article here. This is from uh, lead, leaderherald.com. And the title of this article is Gloversville Ghosts, Utica Area Paranormal Agents Ready to Probe the Undead. That seems like an unfortunate choice of words there, but okay. Um, so this is a location in uh, Gloverville. I keep forgetting whenever I find these articles to uh, check where these are. Um, but this is about a museum. And uh, so this is in uh, New York. Okay. Um, but uh, this is a, a location that is has a museum uh, attached to it, basically, or is part of a museum. Um, this is, it says the Fulton County Historical Society, uh, neither accepts nor dismisses the idea or the existence of ghosts, but they welcome believers. So it mentions that this is basically a sort of a pr promotion about a, an event that's coming up soon, I guess, where they're bringing in some, um, paranormal investigators, uh, to check out the place. And, um... It's supposed to be a public investigation, but uh, apparently, looking at the, um, apparently there's been reports of, of activity there, um, and uh, people have reported having things going on there. Uh, apparently, that's it's, it's to the point now where the, um, the there's a question that comes up pretty re regularly among people there. Um, the people that visit, which is, is the place haunted. So, um, mentions that people have experiences there that they can't quite explain, according to, uh, Hall Saladino. It says, I wouldn't say we have any official stance on ghosts either way. Um, but, uh, so this group is going to uh, investigate the place, um, which has basically records of the t area's history, and uh, and try to tie that in with whatever may be happening there, um, as that they find in the uh, in the location. So sounds like a neat thing to do. Um, so checking in more of this article here. Um, so it mentions that uh goes into a little bit of a uh history of paranormal investigations in general mentions that this goes back to the 1800s um and that so-called ghost hunting has been pop uh, popularized in recent recent decades by um they mentioned names of different TV series and uh TV paranormal reality reality shows um, so there's not a ton in this article here, but, uh, I'm always glad when I hear about these, these museums and these historical sites, um, that, uh, get to check out these places and have, have them investigated. Um, it does mention that volunteers, board members, and even, uh, the, 
the the uh, executive director, um, which is that the name I mentioned earlier, Samantha Hall Saladino. Not sure if I'm saying that right. Have reported eerie phenomenon within the 123-year-old building. Uh, so strange sounds and lights turning on without explanation. So just another possibly active location. So I think I have uh, time for one more article here. Maybe we'll get through the last two, but we'll see. Um, this one is from live959.com. And this one says, Two Western Massachusetts landmarks uh, named most haunted in the state. So um, I'll just skip through the introduction here it kind of goes over the the author's views on on um whether or not they'd actually visit these places now the first place they mention here is the Husak tunnel h-o-o-s-a-c tunnel uh is nicknamed the bloody pit um because over the years apparently many people have passed there also there was a uh it was one of the most deadly construction pro- pro- uh, projects in Massachusetts history. Um, there's one incident that is recorded that um, where there was an explosion in the tunnel, and there were several those 13 men that were presumed dead um, that were in the bottom of a of a deep shaft. Uh, turns out, eventually that the, um, after the search was called off, there was, and the place was uh, investigated more after. That looks it looked like the the men there had survived a little bit longer than expected. Um, but it also says in this article article here note that the tunnel tunnel is in private railroad property, um, and trespassing uh, is not per, uh, permitted, of course. But there is a, a train in the North Adams Station that uh, will take you through there, apparently. Now, the other one that this mansion talks about, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I have heard of this, maybe even covered it on the show, is the Houghton Mansion. And it's been called the scariest place in New England, of course. Um, and it mentions that uh, Albert Charles Houghton, Houghton, a former mayor of... North Adams had the house built in 1890. Um, but then he was injured in a car accident and passed away on the property. Um, mentions other things here. There are reports of um, disembodied voices, uh, sightings of apparitions, and strange screams ever since. And of course, there are walking tours of the property that are available. Uh, I guess today for five dollars per person. So, just a quick uh, look into a couple of sites over in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I believe we know someone that lives over in that state. Uh, but uh, yeah, so let me see here. Okay, so North Adams is a town right next to where uh, the Night Stalker went to school. Lots of weird stuff out there. Yeah. 
Also, it was um, funny. Um, I had, I was in another server tonight, and there was some. There was another mention of uh, Western Massachusetts over there. So, in relation to the paranormal. So, uh, funny thing that how that happened, and I wasn't even aware until after. So, um, that's going to be it for today. I'll have to save the last story for the next news show. And uh, we'll go from there. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another uh, book review on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.